Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fire and Forge episode four. It is our final episode of the mini series. And then our wonderful cast of characters are going to be moving on to Silver and Steel. This is my last day DMing. I am super excited that I got Aww. to spend it with all of you. So let's go around the room. We've got the absolutely wonderful Hope Lavelle playing Penelope Half Pint, who also sing, sang the uh, Beyond Heroes theme song, and it will be singing the Silver and Steel theme song as well, and it is even more amazing. I'm so excited for it. it I, I listened to it today. I'm like, I we are spoiled by Hope Lavelle. Uh, we've got Lauren Irvin, who is the heart, and often, I would say, Atlas <laughs> of D&D &D. <laughs> uh, playing Orkara Eldrex and of course we have the wonderful Jen Kretschmer uh, playing Alindra Sobrand. She has foreseen this moment and probably everything that is about to happen in this episode. Um, so, all right. We have some art, I believe. Yep. We're going out on an art piece. We're going Yay! out on an I'm judging oh! group. Oh, Our post-it notes are so back. pretty. I love it. I know, right? Yeah, Alindra looks so awesome. kind and happy. And then there's Griff. I, I just love Judge. all the Griff art. Just pure judgment. I wonder if, because it was Max Dunbar who did the original art, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder Max. if he knew that everyone was going to take Griff <laughs> in this most angry of directions. Because Alindra looks amazing in that art. Yeah. But then you look over to the right. <laughs> Griff's <laughs> even better. <laughs> there's another story happening. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Griff Griff has his tales to tell. One of these days we'll we'll have a one shot where we're all just playing animal companions. Oh, oh. oh. I oh thanks, Will. Will. Thank you, Will. Oh my gosh, that's so great. None of us knew he was gonna do this. Oh my god, Will! Oh, that so adorable. Like yeah, we'll play the whole day. <laughs> Uh, for our listeners at the podcast at home, Will has replaced all of our screens with the post-it note art of all of our characters, and it's adorable, and now we're all going to cry. <laughs> and okay, it's Will's that, fault. That was a lot. So, uh, <laughs> whew, um, that was cute. That was adorable. Any other announcements of any kind? Sunday, I'm doing a charity game. Okay. We're doing Harlem Unbound on Darker Hue, uh, and it's going to be amazing. If you look at my Twitter profile, I will... It's in there, um, or at Darker Hughes at Chris Spivey's um, profile. We are doing a fundraiser, and it's a charity event for the Gal Project, and it's going to be amazing. Awesome. Um, so please join us. Lauren, we, do we have something going on? On Saturday, yes. So on oh. Saturday, it is the third anniversary of D&D Beyond. And we're, we just announced literally hours ago that we we're going to be doing three live streams, raising money for Extra Life. I will be DMing a game, Todd will be DMing a game, and B. Dave Walters will be DMing a game. And the other two people in this cast uh, are going to be showing up and playing. And I'm excited. So uh, keep an eye on the D&D Beyond social media to hear more. Come by on Saturday. Starts at 10, 10 a.m. Pacific. We'll be raising money for Extra Life and it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> at least my bad. game. I don't know about Todd's game or B. Dave's game, but my, my game, game is ridiculous. crap. <laughs> tune, tune away. No, no, no. Watch Stay. another ch channel. Nope. UHF. I don't know. Nope. Something old. Jeff. Yes, watch Weird Al Yankovic. Listen, that's a good movie. <laughs> Super good movie. But instead, watch Todd DMing in, on Saturday. Yay. You can do that, too. That's fire. That's fair. Yeah, All you right. Can, UHF you can watch on VHS. You can watch any time. 
<laughs> so uh, I think that's about all the announcements. Are we ready to get into the game? Yes. All right. Previously, um, everything we have done for the last two years. Do we, do we need to do credits? Did we not? We no. we did. Oh, do we have credit? We don't have a trailer. We don't for have this. a trailer for this. Yeah, we don't have a trailer. Oh. We're firing. Oh wait. Forge. Yeah. We're firing forge. How? This is why I'm quitting. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no trailer. I'm just there's, trying... no, there's no credit sequence. Uh, no, because like, I got interrupted about to start the story, and then someone's like, "No trailer." <laughs> That's I've had enough of all of you. You're a terrible people. And we um, love you too. <laughs> That's how I express my feelings. Through rage. And through. <laughs> <laughs> like a dad from the 80s. It's all about the 80s. So previously on uh, Heroes of the Veil, Beyond Heroes, and Fire and Forge, a, an amazing group of strange characters got together in the Ninter Vale. And while on many adventures to many planes, they defeated entire planets of undead, destroyed a goddess. They rode on hell engines through Avernus. They saved towns and saved individual people. A few dinosaurs were lost along the way. People were turned into pickles. A lot of things have happened. And here we are at the end. And a giant portal light is shining all around you. And you suddenly appear in a very large room. Giant stones make up the walls. You can still feel the heat of the arcane runes all around you as you move to this teleportation circle to this point. And you feel your ears pop, a familiar sensation when you move between the planes. And there is a layer of dust on So many things that you see around you right now. You see hundreds of vats all about human-sized, a few of them smaller, <laughs> all shut down, covered in dust. There are wands that have been locked up. There are books that have been taken off the shelves. This room has not been used in quite some time. What do you do? Wow. Wow. Hello? Is this like a, we were supposed to go see Avon, right? Is this like a vacation home or something? Have, have we been have here a weird before? vacation? No, you've never been here before. Have we ever any... heard it described before? No, um, just looking around, you do notice some, uh, some magical items that you, low end magical items and some clothes that are clearly of Avon's, but they've been packed away. He's got one of his capes of bellowing. He's got some of his spell components here and there, but mostly it's just kind of like the, the shelves have been raided, not haphazardly, but it's kind of like when you're in a house and it's been close, you know, you're moving. Things have been boxed up. Are there any exits out of this room? There is a very large set of adamantine doors, double doors with arcane runes all over them forming a large arch at the other end of the room. You also find bits of coins from different locations, some that you would recognize from, say, the continent of Wildmount. Some you find dragons from Faerun. You find even platinum coins and steel coins from various places, making references to Calanthus, 
worlds that maybe you have not seen. All right. Well, Why would the portal lead us here. Well, we don't actually know where Averin is. We just know he came here. So apparently, he, he at least came this way, right? It seems so. Um, I am going to pop on um, the third eye. I'm going to look into the ethereal plane to see if I can find anything here. So Alindra casts the third eye appears into the ethereal plane. You peer into the ethereal plane and have you ever stood on the edge of a skyscraper? <laughs> you can see the wispiness of the entire room and this room is just a demiplane unto itself floating in the ether. You see no invisible creatures, no invisible objects. You do see the runes glowing around the door and it's clearly some kind of door that facilitates teleportation like a hub you can see strands from multiple places in the ethereal plane all kind of tied to this one room orkira elbows penelope and says oh, she's got her eyes crossed again she's doing that thing what do you think she sees this time in my stomach yep it's something good well we, we did have that breakfast <laughs> this is the center this is a hub okay at the center of the wheel. Oh. Well, what spoke are we supposed to go down next? Not sure. Is there anything to indicate a certain strand that uh, we should be following? Everyone roll perception checks. Ooh. I only got an 11, but apparently I'm really curious about what Alindra sees in my stomach. <laughs> 21. Also 21. Okay, you... you as you are observing, there are a few books on like how to get there, and there is a note. My dear friends, you can join all of us if you want to by passing through this door or waiting, and we could definitely use your help. Signed, Averin. Is it his handwriting? Yeah. Averin needs our help? Oh yeah, we're supposed to go uh, resuscitate Sir Biswalot, remember? That's right. Big adventure... Hero. So we just have to go through this door? I guess. I'm pretty sure it's probably more complicated than that, but... Well, I'll walk up to the door and... <laughs> is there a handle? There is a handle. Alright. Before I touch it, I will look back at Alindra and say, Am I gonna explode? Am I gonna... <laughs> I, I, I sure no hope not. Is there anything I can do to... Can I, may I use clairvoyance to see what's on the other side of the door? Yes, you can. You cast clairvoyance? I would like to do so. You see what looks like a completely spherical room, completely made out of iron. And there are several seats inside, suspended, floating. It's a ship? It's a very nondescript ship. No, on the other side, there's seats and a, 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 a sphere. Is it? Would I know what that sphere means? You know, there there is a crystal very similar to the thing that basically controls Storm Herald and allows it to fly and float in the center of the sphere. But there are no windows. There are no items. It is a perfect sphere. It's a control room? 
something? <gasps> that sounds exciting. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, probably. And I'll try to open the door. You start to turn the handle and you hear in your heads, uh, uh, we need your help. It's been a bad find there. Yes, I'm here. Elfie, Walton. it's me. It's Walton. <gasps> I'm in desperate need of your help. What's up? I, I can help. The entire village is under attack. What? Yes. Wow, it is very sad. Which and village? Penelope's village. <gasps> My village. What, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Penelope, isn't Walton in your bag? I'm going to check my bag. Check your bag? He's yeah. not there. And as you open your bag where he normally sleeps, it's kind of a blue energy hue floats up from it. Oh. He said he wanted his revenge. He said that he is your greatest nemesis and that he <laughs> will destroy the world. You're going to have to be more specific because there's been a bunch of people like that. Several, several nemeses. Yeah, a couple we many killed. Of, many of them male. I mean, we will come and help, absolutely, but... He uh, set the entire village on fire. No. All right. Again. He is trying to murder Who is everyone. He? And how do we this get to This still is fairly non-specific for us. He said that you would know. No, and he's not as smart as he enemy. thinks he is. No, your greatest villain. That's what he said. He said he's coming for all of you. I mean, that still is not specific enough. Okay. He said uh, you would understand. He said in time that you would all understand what it meant to lose and uh, that you would dread it and that you would run from it. But uh, apparently, eventually, uh, destiny arrives. I, it's very specific. He said a lot of things while he was burning your village down. Okay, I'm sure it'll be awful. How I feel like he you? was very talkative while he was burning the village down. I also agree. Uh, a lot of those kind of super villains, they do like to monologue a lot. Yeah. Uh, Is this, could this be one of the Kroatilla? He hasn't. Right he said he had a name met? that you would know. A name feared throughout the multiverse. Still fairly nonspecific. His name is Jester Joe. <laughs> Didn't we destroy him on the plane of fire? Yes, we did. I oh, feel good. like he no, because he burned down our village. Maybe he got used to the temperature. I can't let this happen. Well, no, we're gonna absolutely we're gonna go, and I don't know how, but yeah, Penelope, Maybe. where's where's your home? I mean, it's in the Ninter Vale. Okay, how do we get back? There. And maybe the sphere can help us. Oh yeah, we were going somewhere. And I will continue to try to open the door. <laughs> you open the door. Alright, you you see this spherical room. This is not the ninja veil. Is there a manual anywhere? You can give me a decent arcana check. Yeah, this is a very unusual for Aaron bare bones magical device. <laughs> There are no frills, there's no runes, there's nothing. But you can feel the weave. You can sense when you put your fingers around the iron what certain things mean. But it's by touch. 
Um, and and my uh, my vision lasts until my next rest. Did do I see anything here into the ethereal plane? Absolutely, yeah. You can see the runes. The the runes exist. So for you, they kind of take shape and form. But this is something that's more attuned to almost like plucking the strings of a guitar or something. While she's looking around, um, I've opened the door and I'll turn back to Penelope, both my hands on fire, and I'm going to say, you know, one of these days we're going to wake up and I'm not going to have to do this. And I'm going to clap you on the shoulder and cast Death Ward. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to walk over while Lindra is looking all ethereal around and I'm going to gently touch her on the shoulder and give her a Death Ward. And and then I'm going to rub both hands together and say, yeah, one day. One day I'm not going to have to death ward us every single day. It's going to be great. Death ward. <laughs> All right, now what? Uh, did you make your arcana check, Jen? Did. It was a 22. 22? Yeah, you know how to drive this. You you kind of can make invisible runes and circles in the air, and you can steer it towards the Ninter Vale. I think I can get us there. It may be slow going. It's hard to tell. Well, slow going is better than no going. Come on. Let's grab seats. You said the seats are like floating. Is it going to be hard to get to the seats or? Uh, not for probably uh, Penelope and Fint will probably need a, uh, a, booster a, a, a whoopsie daisy. Yeah. <laughs> a whoopsie daisy. I'll put my hands together like, like this and, and be like, all right, you need a leg up. All right, you, you you put hope up in the in the <laughs> the very oversized chair, <laughs> big comfy armchair. She almost looks like the emperor. It's so overly large for her. <laughs> uh, or Kira, you get up into your chair, and it is exceptionally awkward. <laughs> Let me guess, there's no place for the wings. No, it's got, no, no, no. Can I sit sideways in it? Can I do the like I'm used to the sideways thing? You're gonna, okay, you side saddle the, uh, the the chair. Yeah. Does okay. it come with seatbelts or anything that I need to engage? It does occur to you while you're watching this, Alundra, the the or care for a moment as she sits to the side. She almost looks like the actual bookend <laughs> uh, uh, that you once had on a shelf. <laughs> that's a it's a, a good look for you. I, I always got to sit sideways. No one ever leaves space. All right. What are you doing? I'm just looking at Alindra. This is... I, I First of all, I would like to, if we can, if we have the time, do all of the things that I do to protect us. So, um, <laughs> so water, water breathing, I will put on... Let's see. Oh, is it something like you can get us going and put it on autopilot and then yeah, you can that's do fine. that? Get an unseen servant up. Get a floating disc up. Just have everything Do we might things. need. Yep, yep, yep. And make sure we are all telepathically bonded for this, including with any any familiar friends who are are with us. So with with my dragon, with my with with my Griff. Aww. And what is your dragon's name? My dragon is named Grant. Grant and Griff. The, your your dragon nuzzles next to you as you are casting the spells and you are strangely situated between both Arcara Eldrex and also Hove, I mean, uh, Penelope. Well, there we go. Penelope, <laughs> Penelope is, a, is a bundle of hope. And <laughs> it's a weird sensation of, for you both, seeing Alindra between you, casting these spells and pointing in directions 
And you don't know that you've ever seen these motions before necessarily, but there's something very familiar about being in some type of vehicle sitting in seats and having someone in the center aisle <laughs> just point at things and make strange gestures in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh... <laughs> I'm having the strangest sense of deja vu and I don't know why. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Deja vu. You probably should ask Walter. There's a, there's a spell whose whose verbal component seems to be something like, please ensure that the buckle is, is firmly closed low, low and tight across your lap at all times. Um, oh, Penelope's, like, Penelope's like seatbelt is just like so loose. <laughs> just gigantic. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't like where Orkira's is nice and tight and everyone else's is tight. You know, you're, you like buckle yours and you're like, uh, is this a problem, guys? She's, yeah. just like, she's just like swinging her feet off of the chair because she can't Can, reach the floor. Can I press to digitate to make people's chairs a bit more comfortable? You can like create a nice cushion of air, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. I appreciate the thought, but this is every chair ever for all time for me. So then you deserve one that that works for you. You know what? When we finally get back on vacation, that'll that'll be the first thing we'll do. Fair the chair. Yeah. Okay. Lumbar support. It's really important. So so you know how to get there? I, I think so. Okay. Right. Roll me another arcana check to see. As you activate it. I really am not sure what I'm doing. You've got a way better option than we do. A 14. You got a 14? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And all of your faces are instantly stretched as the door shuts and completely seals, and you cannot see any sign of any type of door, and just the skin on your eyelids starts hovering as you are going at a speed that you have never felt before. You still have Ethereal up, and you see everything that's in Orkira's stomach just go flat on the other side of her. (laughs) Everyone's internal organs seem to be squished, and intestines are just like, I don't like this! Oh, this is uncomfortable. And Griff is just looking at all of you with... His feathers flapping. Where there's no wind, you don't know why, but his eyes are just increasingly getting judgy, but straining against the pushing of its eyes bigger and bigger to still show judgment during all of this. And for a moment, he's almost forced to your owl griff to actually look surprised. She hates. Doesn't like it at all. And then the entire room shakes. There is a loud explosion sound. And everything is silent. And the door starts opening up and water starts pouring into the device. (gasps) Okay. Okay. We gotta get out of here. Thank goodness water breathing's on. (laughs) It fills all the way up. And you're underwater. What are you doing? Swim, swim. You start swimming? Guess we're swimming out. All right, you're swimming out. Uh, Yeah, there's lots of kelp. There's lots of... You you do see a very large lizard-like creature in the water, Penelope, I find. Oh, that's just me. Sorry. <laughs> yes. And then you see a much larger one swimming the size of a boat. 
with a long neck and sharp pointy teeth. Maybe it's friendly? <laughs> it hasn't noticed you quite yet. Uh, okay. it, it doesn't even notice you at all. <laughs> Clearly carnivorous, enormous dinosaur. Cool. All right. You are able to swim to the top. I assume everyone's going to the top of the... Okay. You, you get to the top and you see just forest all around you. And what? And you, you emerge from some sort of lake, and you see right in front of you the burning village, and you see several, you know, hundreds of chewingas all trying to put out the fires, uh, trying to heal each other, uh, trying to recover for them from their grievous industry, you know, in, injuries. No, how big is the fire right now? It's really big. Yeah, it started. To, it started to spread to the entire forest. Oh my goodness! Penelope will call out, "Chewingas, get back! Come towards us!" Hey, what, what do you want, Penelope? It's me. <laughs> and they all start running for the lake, and even start swimming. They all start diving into the lake and swimming towards all of you. One of them like hops on top of Orkira's horned head. And just... Whatever you said, yeah, sure. Please tell me one is is riding Grant. <laughs> yeah, one is attempting tiny, to tiny, tiny baby blue dragon, tiny, <laughs> tiny Kringa on top. Another one is chasing Griff. <laughs> Griff, Griff just judges. Penelope, are they? Hmm. Are they saying uh, where Jester Joe is? Uh, no, they haven't said anything yet. They're just talking about the fire. Um, I can help. I can help. Penelope is going to cast. Uh, she's going to step forward. And she's going to grab a droplet of water and pinch of dust. And she's going to toss it out. And she's going to cast uh, control water. And she's creating a flood. Water, tell me how, tell me what this looks like as you draw water out. So I'm drawing water from where we just came out of, and it slowly, first it starts as just a wading pool, but as it gets closer to the fire, it's just going to raise up and, and try to put out the base of the flames. The, the water kind of snakes its way. It almost looks like a strange fairy tale creatures as it swims through up like vines coming out of the lake, and they all each touch a piece of the flames in the forest and put it out one by one and smoke just starts rising from the entire village as all of the fire and all the desolation is taken care of. No, look at the devastation. We need to check and make sure everyone's okay. Yep, yep. We also need to look for... Check the... out the Jester Joe. You want me to go fly around and take a look? Or can we locate him somehow? I can't today. Nope, not without just looking. Not me today either, so... Okay, then let's go. All right. I'm going to take off and st start to circle around the village looking and, for Chester Joe. And Penelope will grab her army of Chewingas and she's going to put on her Chewinga mask and she's going to be like, blah, 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 and she's going to basically ask him to spread out and we'll cover all the ground of inside the forest. So she's looking up, or Kira's looking over and we're like looking through. You, uh, you, you take your army of Chewingas and you're moving through the forest. This is like the Redwoods. These, these woods are enormous. And almost all of, all of these trees have been repurposed by the Chewingas. 
as high-rise apartments. Every one of them has a little glowing light created by a magical fire that does not burn. And you just see this endless spiral of lights that go all the way up these redwood trees. And you see tiny little staircases that go inside of these and spiral around and around on the inside. And there is a very familiar redwood that Penelope used to live in. That has a much bigger door and much bigger windows. Because amongst them, well, in a nice way, they used to refer to her as the giant. (laughs) The giant Penelope. I'm home. What does your home look like? It looks almost like it's an eternal autumn and the large redwood with a green door that she's painted and the windows are made of um, almost mosaic so that when light shines through, it looks like a rainbow on the inside. All right. Uh, There is currently... uh, Make an investigation check, everyone, since you have the help of the Chewingos. The Chewingos are like completely fascinated by Alindra and her height. Um, and multiple Chewingos are resting on Orkara's shoulders right now and pretending to be dragon <laughs> riders yet again. This is becoming a familiar feeling. It's sometimes easier just to let them have fun. Is there any way I could instead just do a, a perception check as I look around? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice try, cleric. 17. 17? Uh, Nine. Seven. You. Uh, I can have Griff check too. If that helps. You see no signs of Jester Joe. I'll do a couple circles and then I'll land. I don't, I don't see him anywhere. Uh, Penelope, can you find out how long ago the attack happened? Maybe he's already left. They say Walton is dead. What? How? It's just. Uh... Where is he? They, they motion you over, and there is already uh, several, uh, a bed made entirely out of uh, daisies. And on top of it is Walton. Walton. Um, I immediately begin to cast as a ritual uh, uh, um, gentle repose on Walton. Okay. I pull out a diamond, and I look over at Penelope, and I say... I- I don't know anything about these creatures, so I don't know if this is something that they want or not, but if you give me an hour, I can I can fix this. I don't think we have an hour. I don't know. I mean we've got ten days, so we don't have to do this now, but I, we can. I can I can I can fix this. Walton, why did you have to be so brave? Well, when I fix this you can ask him, but I mean it if you want me to do this now I can. I haven't seen Jester Joe anywhere. Either. I want to send two quick messages off, one through the sending stone I have to Averin and Sophias and say, something is happening. We are in Penelope's home. Something is very wrong. Um, and the second message I want to use, I want to loop someone into our telepathic bond. I want to loop in the leader. Oh, they're not within sight, though. Never mind. I would need to do a sending. I will use sending to message the leader of the tribe of ghostwise halflings that I lived with. Just in case we're somewhere not too far, I grab the homestone 
mm-hmm. and I hold it. And that message is, is telepathic, but not verbal words. And the message is, please help. Okay. You send the message. I don't know if they'll show up, but it's, it's worth. Describe the ghost wise halflings. Uh, this is Clan Monkey Mouse. Clan Monkey Mouse is um, a group of, of halflings who were pushed from their home, so they now are nomadic and travel. Um, they tend to wear very natural um, garb, um, weaving flowers and twigs into their hair. Um, and they travel about on giant eagles completely silently. Um, most of that tribe does not speak. It is telepathic communication and sign language, and many of them are deaf, um, but they swoop through on the wings of giant eagles through the forests, always looking for their home, but always carrying it with them. Perfect. Uh, you send the message, Elindra, is that you? Yes. You will heed the call. We will come to your aid. You have my thanks. All right. What are you doing? No, but if you can ask everybody to watch out, let me let me just do this now. Okay. I'm gonna pull out the diamond and I'm gonna start to cast Raise Dead on Walton. Okay. What is this ritual like for you? All of the Chewingas have assembled. There's hundreds of them. They're all over the forest. They're staring above you and chanting all together, all at once. Up in the trees, they're riding on actual hawks. Some of them are riding on bats flying overhead. And one is riding on top of a very begrudging griff. (laughs) As you are casting the spell, what does this uh, resurrection look like for you, for them? It's a weird experience because the first time she's ever raised dead, she raised dead on herself. And this is the first time she's done it to somebody else. And this is at least a much nicer location. So as everybody flies around, it's most of the time she is prepping the body. She's cleaning it off. She's making sure that any wounds that were the cause of this death are patched up and taken care of. And she's humming under her breath the whole time a song that her mom used to sing when her mom was taking care of those that were injured. And at the very end, she goes to take Walton's head in her hands and she goes to place the diamond on his chest. I don't know how big Walton is, but this is a 500 gold piece diamond. So it's probably looks massive on his chest. She puts on his chest. She takes a hold of his head and there's a a little bit of gentle. Her hands have lit up, but not with a lot of fire. But the actual diamond seems to glow. And she'll say, all right, Walton, I'm sorry we couldn't get here quick, but uh, it's time to come back and help, okay? And she'll cast Ray's dead. And as long as his spirit is willing to return, he comes back to life with one hit point. You see the still form of Walton. And then Walton's eyes pop open from inside his mask. Did you kiss me? No. Oh, and then birds just flock away as like you feel kind of like the flame that bursts into Walton for a moment and resurrects him, pours into all of the trees and changes green and flows all around you. And you hear the whispers of the trees speaking. 
and you can hear a groaning in the forest that sounds like Orkira. Is that a good thing? Did I do something wrong? Orkira, you did it. Uh, you just resurrected elemental uh, with a primordial elemental fire. So yeah, I think it, everything's probably on weirdly okay. Okay, as uh, long as it's okay. I got a little worried. Oh, I got stabbed. Oh, that oh. was unpleasant. No, I do not like that. What? 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 What's wrong? Well, you were dead. That's what's wrong. But you're you're fixed now, and she'll oh, yeah. move so that but Penelope can that come and hug. It was, means... I, was, I was I was fading into the the the, the, the elemental ether. It was, uh, it was very pleasant. I saw all of my ancestors, and I was like, "You are all jerks!" <laughs> and I am. And then I heard someone chanting some weird gibberish, and uh, I felt someone put a boulder on my chest. And then I was like, "Oh." Uh, Sorry, uh, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> so I just, you know, because I owe some of the money. And uh, yeah, anyway, it's very Alton. awkward. Uh, it's good to be back in the woods, though. Uh, this is good. Alton, I'm so glad you're okay. Who stabbed uh, you? Was it just a joke? I am too. And he just hugs your face <laughs> with his whole body. <laughs> Don't ever leave me again, okay? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I think maybe may my adventuring days may be over, honestly. I think yeah. it's just nice to be amongst uh, my people again. You uh, know what? You're right. I've spent a lot of time in that bag, and I've seen a lot of things. And not, you know, yeah. you have your own perspective on all of this, but there have been some fights in this bag that you are not aware of. Oh, things, terrible things. Sometimes, like octopi, I've tried to assault and kill all of you. Uh, tiny ones, uh, but I stab them. I stab them. I keep you safe. Um, yes, you and do. this this other time, uh, one of your your pieces of cheese curdle uh, animated and became alive. This weird, awful monstrosity. There was a piece of butter that was like a tiny gelatinous cube, and I stabbed that. I stabbed that one too. And uh, I, I save. There's a whole other sh- spin-off show, I think, uh, that maybe in the works. Walton's Beyond Walton. Uh, beyond the bag. I, I can't think of anything right now. I'm workshopping it right now. I'm very happy to be alive. Thank you, giant dragon lady. I'm always glad to help a friend. Okay, Walton, then you stay here and you be the leader of the Twingas and you stay safe. Did you all hear that? I am your leader now! <laughs> giant Penelope bequeathed her power to you. I want acorns and honey! You probably want to fix the town first. Okay, apparently this gift is with conditions. So, okay, everyone fix the town. Did I know I'm boring? Call for us. What? Or were you already dead? No, I was not dead yet. I called for you and then Jester jabbed. (laughs) He did the thing that he does. Where is he now? He said he just wanted to cause you a little bit of pain before things got very bad. What let know. it happen? It was a, a, a detraction. Distraction? Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is the word. Sorry. Why is everyone indication? laughing at me? I am your leader! <laughs> We're all laughing with you, not at you. Uh, do you give any indication of who he's going to go attack next to cause us harm? Yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah, he spoke of a strange thing. A, uh, he had 
he seemed to be taking orders from this uh, uh, D6. Uh, you know, those dice we roll when we play games, uh, especially yeah. when we do big damage uh, magic in uh, our, ga- our game, uh, humans and idiots. And uh, <laughs> they, oh, yeah. let me play the expansion. Uh, 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 no, no, I have no. We don't, you know, we don't have a lot of hobby stores here. Uh, but anyway, computers. I think it's cool. Uh, oh, yeah. I was hearing yeah. from uh, my friends at Waterdeep. There's like uh, layers and labyrinths. I think you know, yeah. This must be just some... interesting source books that they're publishing, different settings. Yeah, yeah. Fun. yeah okay. We should we should do that on vacation. Oh, we should play that sometime. Yeah, I will make it a uh, every one every Sunday. We play game! But first... I like eating. It's fun. I yell things and they're like, oh. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. He said Jester Joe, focus. Oh, yeah, Jester Joe. So, uh, yeah, like this... It's What do you call them? It's got sides to it. Lendra, that's that's your cube. Remember? Oh, yeah, cube. It was talking to him, goading him to do these things. It was speaking. And then they... Just went whoosh and disappeared. He said, I'm going to raid the vault and things are coming. Oh no, that's not good. Um, We know of two vaults. I have a feeling I know which one he's going for. I think we may need to get to Sega. Okay, then let's go. Again. I mean, how do we get there? Our thing is underwater. Does that matter? We can breathe water. True. I mean, it's an interdimensional sphere of awesome. Who needs let's, to worry um, about water? You know, let's make sure first. Would you like me to scry? We can see if we can find Jester Joe. Find out where where he is. Okay. Is it worth a try? Or should we just go for where we think it's going to be? <laughs> you can it is try. ten minutes. Well, last for ten. How, what's the casting? No, time? the ca- ten minutes. Can you? Can you do that like you did with the water breathing and the tensor's floating disc and the other stuff? Can you do that along the way? I suppose so. Okay. You cast it? As, sure. Do we have anything, any piece of Jester Joe that we can... Only Briv did, I think. Use, okay. Briv, we you, you, Briv may have left a few pieces of Jester Joe. A few splinters of Jester Joe. Yeah, right, we're so- also intimately familiar, especially you, Alindra. I mean, you were you were you in are his intimate- body. Yeah, <laughs> I will give you that. Like, true, true. You um, may know Jester Joe as much as you know Avery. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jester Joe didn't raise me. What's um, did he? Twist. Dun dun dun. Finale twist. You didn't see Warforge. <laughs> no. Uh, so Jester Joe needs to make a wisdom saving throw and we'll have a minus 15 to it. Oh my god. And it's a wisdom 16 save. Well, he does have oodles of wisdom, that Jester Joe, but with a 13 with a minus 15, yep, you see (laughs) Jester Joe. (laughs) Where is Jester Joe? He is completely burnt and melted and... A big chunk of his shoulder is like raised up because it is still covered in cooled rocky lava, and his eyes have melted out. And there's just a glowing blue light in his face, but you see his tiny form, and you see madness inside the vault in Avon's vault. 
because you see Pickle Rick swinging from a chandelier. You see brooms chasing each other around, flying around Sigil. You see the eye of Vecna rolling around desperately on the floor, trying to escape Sigil. And it is like an episode, it is like a moment in the movie Gremlins where every magical item has now been infected, is radiated, and is running around Sigil at this moment. Well, he's in Sigil, and everything is loose. <gasps> okay, then we have to hurry. Let's go. I mean, it's Sigil. Give it five minutes, and the lady will show up, and Walk everything by will be and dead. it'll be fine. Or, or those the the guardians will show yes. up. I mean, there's only the three of us. Can we just tell one of them? I mean, what are a couple Burks gonna do with all that? So, I, I we could message Rand. Okay. Yeah, Rand and, and Rarf, boom, boom. No, to give no, a heads up. Rarf, yeah. Rarf, all, boom, boom. all it takes is a remove curse to get rid of that. They just need a whole bunch of the the guardians to show up and. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been able to get those things out though. Well, you were that, able to just dimension door into the vault, so why It's my he? father's vault. I know what's happening there. It's oh, even in your head. You can still see. True. The door to the vaults is still spinning. It is animated. The door to the vault was a magical item, too. And has become infected. I mean, I can only remove curse so many times. You see Jester Joe, and he, he seems to be motioning. Can you hear as well as see? With scrying, I can see and hear. Hi, everybody. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to go to a brand new place, and we're going to cause a little bit of havoc, and they're not going to see it coming. So everyone line up. We're going to get revenge on everybody one plane at a time. All right, everyone get close to the cube. That's right. Trust. That's your old friend, Jester Jab. We're going to have a great time now. Oh, they're never going to believe what's going to happen next. Yeah, good luck to him trying to wrangle Pickle Rick. <laughs> Seems uh, a suitable fate for Jester uh, Jab. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I've always been my, my, my own guy, so I'm not sure if I'm really down. Alundra, can you see where the cube is trying to take everybody? Maybe we can just head them off of the pass. Am I? Can you see where? Where the cube is taking them? Oh, it's opening up a portal right now. Can I see what kind of portal? Where it's going? It's a dimension door. You can't see through it. Hmm. There is a horrible white light. A pulsing. Does Jester Jab go first and you just continue to follow with a, <laughs> your little scry? <laughs> just wait I until mean... it's through the, the dimension door? You see the eye of Fekna roll through the dimension door first. Great. Just look, just like a marble on its own. And it passes through the dimension door. And then Pickle Rick's like, ah, actually, I, I actually will go this way. Um, yep, I'm not going to be following any of you. He jumps through. So, And then you going? see a sphere of annihilation pass through as well. I don't have my talisman anymore, do I? Oh, do you? Nope. I had it for a long time and we lost it in Rexington. Yep. Great. You wait all your life for a sphere of annihilation to show up so you can control it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite moments of Adam, though, as you were rattling off everything that you had. And he's like, a sphere of annihilation? <laughs> what are you doing with a talisman of a sphere of annihilation? Sorry. 
All right, did Chester Jab go through? Is he going? Yep, he, he passes through along with all of these other magical items. There's even like a candlestick walking going in there as well. And he passes through the dimension door. And Alindra, can you follow? Um, so it's supposed to be only on the same plane of existence. So. Still the same plane of existence, technically. Okay, then so. yes, I, I, I believe I can. Okay, uh, it's a hazy thing. It shimmers for a moment. You see darkness. And for a moment, you feel like you see in the dim, dark light two glowing eyes in a bucket-like helmet. But you're completely in darkness. Your eyes are trying to adjust to what you're seeing. But you hear like the roar of a crowd. You hear loudness. And then the vision just kind of like dissipates. You lose your connection. The person in the bucket had a rose on their chest, didn't they? They did. Yep. Clearly. What is it? It's the, the, the person we fought the other day. We we popped into the astral plane. They went to the astral plane. I I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. That they shouldn't have been able to get off of the astral plane, but they they somehow did and are now in Sigil, I believe, because they're if 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 the dimension door was on the same plane. And that person is there, and we are in some serious trouble, unless the lady walks by. Okay, so what do we do? They are now at a point of convergence of many, many, many worlds. They could be going anywhere. They're not going to do good things there, I don't think. You do have a beacon of their location. You're just not 100% sure where they are. But they're still in Sigil. No, they went through. Oh. So they're on the astral plane. Right? Is that is that you a fair know. inference? Mm, you don't know that. No. You can't tell if it's the astral plane or not. You saw darkness and glowing eyes. And you thought you saw several other figures in the darkness as well. It was very dim. Okay, but the guy that keeps following us for reasons that he's never really explained, that we sent to the astral plane with all the ice cream, he's there. Yes. Okay. Give me a perception check. Passive 21, active... Nat 20! Oh my god. It? That's someone wins a legendary bundle in chat? That's all of the 5th edition D&D books. There's so many now. So many books. uh, If I was 8 and I won that, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind right now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So uh, congratulations to every whoever who wins that. And thank you for joining us for this finale. You is not Lord Soth. The armor is of, it's intricate, sort of. It's certainly well made. Something's off. Something you can't quite put your finger on. They are, the eyes are glowing. The armor is there. But it may be a different death knight. Something is itching in the back of your brain. Something's just not quite right. Alindra's really, really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Can she put things together at all? I will say this. Alindra is very, very smart. So you know 
when you don't get it. Something is way off. Sometimes the thing about being exceptionally smart and having a genius IQ is when you have a gap, that means something as well. That maybe it's something beyond anything you've experienced or could conceive of. But you know enough that something is way off. Something's wrong. Something strange. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, this all started with the fact that the guy that we threw into lava somehow survived lava. I mean, I'm resistant to fire and I don't survive lava. So, uh, all right. So we don't know where he is. Walton, like, he's Some... been watching you this whole time. Actually, uh, lots of us can survive lava. We're elementals. So I feel like that is kind of like not nice. Uh, you know, uh, you, you worship like a primordial, right? Yeah. And you just brought me back from death. So, like, lots of things can do this. You should yeah, You are a big dragon. Yeah, but Jester Joe is half made of flammable things. Is he's, not, he's not a fire elemental. Is he a uh, magical item, though? I mean, I guess. But it was magic. It was lava from the plane of fire. I, I do not know these things. I have heard tales of throwing magical items into volcanoes to end things, but I do not know. I mean... I once, I once heard a group... Tossed all these people out of a bag into fire. Uh, what? I, what? What? A, what? A strange idea. N- never anyone does that horrifying. thing yes. do. Yes. Why? Just why wouldn't you just fight them? Why would you be so uh, horrible and just dump them into a lava pit? Seems so mean. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> And I refuse so to feel guilty until like, later. Uh, I don't know what you could be talking about. I know what exactly you're talking about. I'm not feeling guilty until I'm on vacation and can properly feel guilty. Okay, so we could go to Sigil and try to follow the trail. We could try to scry on them again. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm running a little low. I had to spend a lot to do the Death Wards and to get rid of us being a little hungover this morning. Linda, you do have the beacon in your mind. Like, you know where they are in the, in the plane. Like, you just kind of sense it. You've got, you've developed a weird sense over the years of just like, okay, I know where you are. <laughs> so, I've been inside okay. your body. I've been inside your mind. <laughs> I've been inside all of your undead. So, so where are they? You don't know where, but you know how to get there. That's the weirdest Garmin directions ever. All right. It's weird that you referenced Garmin. <laughs> <laughs> I why why not? You got Are it, they didn't still you? Around? <laughs> They're still around. Okay, sorry. I was just you know. I mean, D and D is old, but <laughs> Garmin. I know. Well, you know, I'm old too. That's your MySpace page. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still on Live Journal. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh I haven't my checked God. my BBS in a while. I gotta go log in. Hold on. Oh, hey, that's, well, how that's how I made all my friends. <laughs> Yeah. What do you do? I attack it with my sword. That's how I talk right. in chat. So what you're saying is you know how to get there, but you don't know where it is. And wherever it is, it is, is filled with people who all want to kill us and do horrible things to people because they're evil. So let's go there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, I could make a whole list of reasons why not, but sure, I, I let's go. I think the why not is my instinct as well, but why? <laughs> I mean, I was willing to let the lady just deal with them, but if they're not in Sigil anymore, and Orkira will just dive into the water and head for the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you start diving. All right, who else is going? Yep. 
real quick. All right. You get tapped on the calf. Yeah. Be half pint. You have been my best friend. You have saved my, but technically she saved my life. But anyways, but you have all been very lovely to me and kind. And I am sad to say goodbye. I am sorry that I have to stay behind. But you all do some weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) Walton, you're very brave. And you're always my best friend. Okay? You'll be fine. Okay. He wraps his arms around your ankle. Penelope Halfpint the Giant. May you always be free. Thank you. And may you always free others. I will. All right, go. I do not feel anything. (laughs) I hope you enjoy much beer and bacon, Walton. Yes. I share it with your (laughs) share it with your friends, Walton. I will. (laughs) I won't. Penelope dumps into the water. Okay. You swim to the sphere. Alindra Sarbran, do you activate the sphere? I think I have to. Because what else are we going to do but keep moving forward? We can what spend, we do. We can spend an hour in the interval. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind taking a short rest. <laughs> you can get a short rest, everybody. Okay. <laughs> in fact, the journey will be long. It will be about eight hours. You may take a long rest it won't be your favorite rest in the sphere, but you're going very, very far away. And I will allow one long rest. It's going to be boring. <laughs> I have a, a, a book of children's, uh, the, the children's book of the history of Faerun. So I yeah. think I'll read from that to Every time my you friends. What's why you feel Penelope have finds feet hit the back of your chair annoyingly and you kind of recline in your chair and it kind of like smacks into her knees. I mean, the, the sphere is filled with water so we can just float around, can't we? If you want to keep water in it, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, do we have a choice? <laughs> How long does water... You could probably Water breathing lasts for 24 water. hours, so it basically 23 and a half hours, I just poke Alindra and in the telepathic bond say, uh, you want to refresh that? It does technically nullify lots of the gravitational effects that you were feeling, so you were actually getting a very restful sleep. Yeah, but we're going to uh, get pruny. You're going to get pruny. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, maybe gonna not find you. Out. <laughs> I mean, my arm is going to be waterlogged for a while, but... <laughs> tink, tink, tink. <laughs> I'm fine. All right. You spend the most amount of time of water in a sensory deprivation tank, and you start seeing some weird things, probably some of you. And you take a long rest. Go ahead and take uh, any health points you need back or spell slots. And then... Before we arrive, just as, as we're getting the warning, I will... And it's going to look weird because the sphere is filled with water. So when her hands light up, it's it's like trying to start a lighter that doesn't quite work. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like air bubbles. <laughs> now, this is not exactly what I was expecting, but it'll still work. And I will death ward the three of us again because it only lasts for eight hours. So Because we death ward our very best friends. We death ward our very, very best friends. <laughs> Listen, the only reason to have fourth level spells is to death ward, death ward, death ward. So there you go. 
Don't forget um, these Death Ward your halflings, kids. I, I, <laughs> I would like to do something since we have the time. Okay. I want to go over to Penelope and I say, you are Penelope the Brave. And we should have a moment to commemorate that. I would like to cast ceremony and do a coming of age ceremony for Penelope. Oh. So for the next 24 hours, whenever you make an ability check, you can add a D4 to your role. You can only come of age once. Wow. But if you would like it. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. D4. I feel so much bigger. What does the ceremony seem like? The ceremony consists um, in the tradition of Akma with a recounting both your triumphs and your failures, the things you would learn from, and um, the moments that shape your bravery and the, the ways in which you have protected the ones you love and you have protected the ones you don't know. And despite your fears, you continued on anyway. That is the making of a hero. Thank you, Penelope. Oh, wait, I was going to say Penelope. Thank you, Penelope. And thank you, Alindra. You should thank Penelope. She's the one who did all this. <laughs> no, thank you, Alindra. Thank You're you. Welcome. Okay. You conduct the ceremony floating in water with Penelope just kind of floats. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt fitting because she loves her tiger waves. <laughs> it makes the, the bush cloak you have all that extra fluffy. Yeah. And it grows. Yep. In fact, there is that kind of strange effect of how light hits you as you're like floating. There's that shimmering, strange glow that you get. And you just hear a kaboom as you hit the, the entire sphere, strikes the ground hard. And you feel all of yourself spinning for a moment and then stopping. And the door opens and water just pours out. And you just hear, whoa. And what do we see? The door slowly opens and there's steam that just erupts as the iron like parts way so you can see outside. And you see two glowing red eyes looking directly into the sphere, drawing a sword. What does everyone do? The knight slowly points at you. Oh, no. Is there anybody else around this knight? Is, you do we see, see where figures we are? In, in the steam, but it's hard to see right now through all the fog. And it's all coming off of this sphere that you just arrived in. It's white hot. Anyone taking any actions? Uh, all we see is the, the person yeah. there. Is anything about them familiar to us? It's the one you saw. They have glowing red eyes. But is anything specific ab about them familiar to us other than No, that? no, you've never met this one before. Hi, can you tell us what the hell is going on? I don't think he wants to tell us. Uh, I don't know, sometimes they like to monologue. Oh my god. Whoa! Your costume is so much better than mine, bro! What? In the steam parts... Bro. And you see cracked cement all around you and just hundreds of people moving in and out of all these weird pathways and all of these weird booths like a giant marketplace. 
and you see this man in armor. But now you look closer, the armor appears to be made out of foam and some weird type of magical light. And you see other people milling about the crowd in costumes as well, and people holding up strange flat tablets. At Do they them. all have lanyards around their neck? Everyone's badge. got a lanyard. And you see a big sign that says Comic-Con. Oh my god. And friends are hugging and shaking hands. Um, this is where Briv, Briv would love to this yeah. with, the, with the, the books. There's so many comic books. Oh, Briv would be so, so pleased. Penelope is just running up to like everyone. Hi, do you want to be my friend? Hi, do you want to be my friend? Hi, you look very, very good. Do you want to be my friend? Do you need to find your mommy? Are you okay? <laughs> How does everyone do that to her? I don't need to find my mommy because I'm all grown up now. We did do the ceremony. Yes, you <laughs> are. Was, it was a beautiful ceremony. Yes, you are. Dude, um, bro, your costume is crazy. That you look like a real dragon. That is oh, it. I don't, I don't know what like Why does everyone say that? Is that foam or latex? Like what what what's all going? You must be hot under there. Oh, I try. Uh, yeah, gonna... your elf costume's good too. Costume? Is this your daughter? No. This is my friend. Oh. Okay. Who are you? Uh uh, my name's Jeff. Nice to meet you, Jeff. Hi, nice, nice to meet you. Um, have you seen a a a, a creature melted and and mangled by flame, uh, and uh, walking around trying to harm everyone? Oh yeah, there was like some commotion, like some kind of weird, like a uh. uh it's probably tied to some kind of video game thing, I guess. But yeah, like there was, there was like a bunch of like these really cool radio control toys that just like ran down to Hall H. Where's that? <laughs> well, the well, line's really long. So, uh, but anyways, uh, it's uh, just go, go all the way down there. Uh, there's a hot dog stand. There's uh, oh, I wonder if dog. I love hot. I love doggies. You eat dogs? No. Right. Okay. So, anyways, you keep so going they were down standing there. there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if if you hit, take a left and then a right and then another left, you'll see a big crowd, and then you'll know exactly like that's. Uh, the, I don't know. I think it's some kind of promotional thing, probably for some kind of movie. Okay, let's go. Yeah, I guess we're following them. I slipped on the eyeball. <laughs> oh. Uh, thought that's all that happened. That kind of so lucky. Is that? Did you? You didn't pick it up, did you? By any chance? No. No. Okay. Where was that? So you guys big fans of Dragonlance as well, or like? No. Dragonlance. No. No. Okay. Eh, never mind. Anyways, I just figured because the elf thing, but maybe you're into like the, you know World of Warcraft or something else. I don't know. What world is Warcraft? Isn't that kind of our world all the time? Understood. Okay. Oh. I'm moving in the direction the guy I guess, pointed, uh, heading towards Hall H. Must be another fake geek girl or something. I, don't know. I suddenly have the. I suddenly want to turn around and roast this person. I don't you know why. But somewhere in the back of my head, the phoenix is there's, like. There's wait, an instinct. Yeah. Wait. To brandish a weapon at that. I think we found the 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 actual enemy of this campaign. Mm -hmm. The, the BBEG so is right there. I you do see a woman behind him, just kind of like. 
<laughs> walk by as he says it. Alundra, maybe this this world actually kind of sucks, and we should let Jester Joe just kill everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my you god. should. You might be right. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. It's I'm just grouchy because you know, world ending again. Come on, let's go. Yeah, let's there go. Are so many creatures here I've never seen. I mean, how much time did what you spend on Sigil? A bit. But oh yeah, you see why, like a why demon. Why are they wearing more clothing? Yep. <laughs> That's very impractical armor. Um, okay. World ending. Let's and go. That's the dudes. World world <laughs> ending, Jester Joe, Cube of Death. Come on, let's go. Alright, you uh you're trying to rush. It is very you keep on hitting people. Ow! Watch your wings! It's All slow right. going. You're like doing the step by step. And Penelope, you're like overwhelmed. Just there are like people all around you and you're just trying to look up the whole time. I think and I've grabbed a hold of like Orkira's hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, your, your hands are probably like sweating too. Oh. <laughs> Do we want to just fly over all this? Alundra. Sure. It's faster. I can take care of one of you. Who wants to take care of yourself? Would a giant eagle like fit in these halls? I mean it's if if this is yeah, <laughs> this is San Diego Comic Con, and we're heading to Hall H. Yeah, those are that's the big glass outer area. Absolutely, my okay, wingspan's going to go around the outside. <laughs> oh, we'll but never inside. get through security. No, Come we don't on. have lanyards. Yeah, they'll never let us in. <laughs> okay, we're we're doing this giant eagle. I will let go of Penelope. I'll pick up Alindra. Let's go. Everyone's like, "Wow, what the!" <laughs> And you all start flying. Is anyone wait, wait, wait. So who's flying on? Is anyone flying on on the giant eagle that is now Penelope half find? It'd probably be easier, Linda, if you're on the giant eagle. Sure, I can do that. Okay, yeah. you're on the the giant eagle forms and knocks out the guy in Death Knight armor. <laughs> he just falls out, falls unconscious with his butt sticking up and his face oh, on the cement. Oh my god. And you fly off and everyone's like, Woo! And you're like clapping as you fly over them, and you just see a sea of a crowd clapping at how amazing this special effect and cosplay is. And you just see flashes of light. They're just sh- shooting flashes of light at you and cheering you on as you fly down these hallways. And then you hear the screams as you pass by a hot dog stand that says Avery Sophia's hot dogs. Um, that seems strange. We'll have a conversation about that later. Yeah, one problem at a time. Come on. There's like a small part that says Beyond Meat. (laughs) (laughs) The other way. Probably also selling them for like 40 bucks a pop. What's the Beyond? I mean, they are made out of your pop. So, I mean, accurate. Um, So, (laughs) you can find that comic on our social media. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone. I'll be here for exactly 40 more minutes. Um. You fly and you hear screams, like the cheers and and joy of seeing this amazing dragonborn flying overhead. You see this giant eagle. Everyone's so excited to see you. But then you see the screams. You hear the screams and people running out of Hall H. As you see all of these magical items hanging off the rafters trying to set fires, chasing people in cosplay. You see the eye of Vecna bouncing up and down like one of those rubber balls that you buy, which you wouldn't know about because you're not from here. 
so and you arrive and all of the magical items are trying to torture everyone in line including jester jab i'm going straight for jester jab i don't know where penelope and elinda are going but that's where i'm going okay everybody roll initiative oh boy Ooh. Sister <laughs> got Jab got seventeen. Arkira got a three. <laughs> Welcome to my world. No, 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 no. This this is normal for me. <laughs> Alindra got a two. Oh, oh my god! I'm sorry. It's a four. It's this a is four. a contest. <laughs> With uh, it's a four. It's not a two. Okay. It's a contest. It's just it's, it's just, just the losing kind. Yeah. Uh, Penelope got an eighteen. <laughs> Thank the Phoenix one of us. Oh, jeez. All right. You uh. see all of these magical items uh, all like mustering. And it, it, it is there swinging off like these weird glowing lights. They are like trying to take people's trying to like strangle people with their lanyards. All kinds of weird things are going on with these magical items. What does Penelope Half Pint the giant eagle do? Swinging in for a multi-attack with my eagle talons and my beak. So first attack is a nat 20 to hit. Hey! <laughs> Are you going after Jester Joe? Someone. Yes. Okay. Just, Jester Joe, Jester Jeff. I see you. They'll be halfway. Come and get me. You're going to die like all the rest. Oh. I'm Jester Joe. I'm going to jab you. I'm going to stab you. All right. I had something else there, but I forgot. That's eight points of damage there. And then I'm going for my talons. Okay. Which is a 23 to hit. And did you do your crit damage? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. do the crit damage. What's the crit damage again? You just another. This is double your dice. Uh, ooh, that's a six. So eight, 14. You do 14 points of damage with the first hit? Yep. And 23 to hit on the second one. Oh, it's damage will be eight more points of damage as I just go. <laughs> <laughs> you literally slice off. I can't believe you just did this much damage. You slice off Jeff Jester Jab's head. <laughs> I was not expecting that. And it just rolls to the ground. I didn't see that coming so soon. And uh -huh. Jester Jab's body is just like wandering around the floor be like over here over here you idiot i'm over here no no that's a doll that's an action figure leave that alone get him oh no the magical items are trying to scatter including pickle rick uh, i'm just pickle is he really a magic item i don't know <laughs> he's something already poly polymorph person right <laughs> he's a wear pickle wear pickle why has my memory like this i mean i could remove that curse there's that that adventure is the reason that orkira always packs remove curse <laughs> so she could fix him <laughs> all right just her jab is trying to get his head back that's it that is his action what is everyone else doing alindra what are you doing this might be the time to encase either his head or his body, whichever we think would be more valuable, in a resilient sphere. If you encase his head, do we do we no longer have to listen to him? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> no, no, no physical damage can happen to it. Uh. But it also can't cast anything out. 
He's still attack its body. From just from yeah, Jeff's let's, perspective, let's, I, this I, was I, like I, a moment in Dragon Slayer of just like, <laughs> <laughs> and Rodan just came down. I take out a piece of crystal and a piece of of, of somehow like, and I smush them together and I roll it into a ball, and I throw it at just a jab's head, trying to encase him. Encase him in what? Uh, a resilient sphere. And what does that do? If he fails his save, which is a dexterity 16, and he is a head. So I'm assuming he's not particularly <laughs> that um, I am glad that we may have had the funniest moment in this entire show just now. <laughs> I can uh, die happy. Something about the posh British accent that you, Alindra, <laughs> says that, and he is a head. <laughs> that has to go up on Twitter. <laughs> he, uh, he is now enclosed in a sphere of shivering force. Nothing, uh, not physical objects, energy, or other spell effects can pass through the barrier, in or out. Though a creature there can breathe, it's immune to all damage. The sphere is immune to all damage, and a creature or object inside can't be damaged by attacks or effects originating from outside, nor can it damage anything outside of it. Uh, sphere is weightless, only, only the small enough to... So he's basically the head in the haunted mansion right now. An enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's walls and thus roll the sphere up to half the creature's speed, but he has no means of momentum. And similarly, we can pick it up and move it. All right. The head is frozen. He failed to save. He becomes a head in a crystal. A little crystal <laughs> ball. <laughs> you see Jester's head just rolling around. Uh, is now uh, Arcara's turn. Okay, so Jester Jab is taken care of. What else do I see that is currently menacing innocent congoers they see you and they're all running all the magical items are running okay you see, so like you see you see broom flying brooms and magic sticks and and the eye of vecna they're all making a run for it okay but on the hierarchy of dangerous items we've got eye of vecna sticks and brooms uh we'll get mickey mouse to take care of the other one so eye of vecna um yeah, Rick, pretty bad yeah and Pickle rick's pretty bad yeah the, where's the where's the cube do i see cube uh, do we see the D6? Do you see the the cube? You do see the D6. Okay. All right. I think I'm gonna need Alindra's help with the eye Vecna. So let's start with start with Pickle Rick, because I know if he touches anyone, we're just gonna I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna have to make sure that nobody's turning into a wear pickle. Is he is he playing pickle? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, he's playing pickle right now. Awesome. I would like to pull out of my pocket my little bag of sand. I'm just going to dump it on him and then use the bag and scoop him up so I don't have to touch him. <laughs> you scoop up Pickle Rick? Yep. That's your bag. action? That's, that's, yeah. It's very smart. I just don't want to have to touch him because I don't want to have to. You cover Pickle Rick with sand and you put him in a bag. That's, yep. that's, that's your action. All right. Uh, the rest and then of the I'll fly are... on over to Alindra and be like, here, you got like a bag of holding or something that yeah, he's a pickle. He doesn't have to breathe. I open my knitted fanny pack of holding and I put it inside. You shove it into the bag of your 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 uh, fanny pack of holding. You shove pickle Rick. No, 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 I'm just, no, no, I'm just pickle. Leave me alone. Like, Why am I covered in the sand? This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up my little bag of sand for that. But yes. Aww, bag Aww. of sand. 
Sulaya Vecna is making a run for it. And instantly... Is it really? Is it really running? It's really? rolling for it. It's rolling for it right now. And then about 15 skeletons erupt out of the carpet in the hall immediately as the Eye of Vecna casts a spell. And they tear through Counter the concrete. Spell. Roll. I really don't want this happening. I am going to upcast that to fifth level. All these skeletons pop out of the concrete, tear through the carpet, and then drop back down. Everyone's like, whoa, oh my god, what is happening? Who this is the best comic con ever. This is the eye that casts the spell. Yeah. yeah. Without verbal or semantic components, of course. Mm-hmm. You just counterspelled the eye of Vecna. Yep. Someone had to say it. That's true. It should okay. stop making trouble. Penelope, half point, what are you doing? Penelope swoops down and like curls up, does like a flip as she comes out of her eagle stance and she lands all like superhero pose. And as she does, you just see a ripple of necrotic energy like come towards the eye. And just as she casts Blight. <laughs> you cast Blight on the eye of Vecna? Yes. What does Blight do? Uh, basically, necrotic energy washes upon it and basically drains it of its vitality. You must make a constitution 15 saving throw. Because it's cursed and it's got a different kind of energy animating it, technically, uh, the eyeball kind of just grossly shrivels up like a ugh, like a prune and deflates. Uh, sure. So is it, is it, is it dead or it's 44 points of damage? It's 44 points of damage. The curse on it dissipates. Okay. And it's rolling and just deflates and just looks like just an eyeball. And the iris is like trying to like focus as it's just a deflated gross piece of flesh on the ground. You're out of combat. Oh. The the other magical items are running off to the brooms, make it out. And then... You get a bad feeling. You hear I've had a, bad feeling a shaking all over in the glass that you see. Starts bowing in and out. And then explodes as about 30 halflings, ghostwise halflings on the back <laughs> of eagles, explode into Hall H. <laughs> flying all around. And everyone is screaming now. <laughs> uh, did we, are we late? No, you're just in time. Oh, okay. are you? Well, the ghost why is halflings. Well, I need to be fun monkey mouse. Oh, I'm monkey mouse. Wow. People talk about us a lot. You should kind of know who we are. I, I knew by name. I just didn't know by face. No, I'm not hurt. Not really. I'm sorry. Alindra, how, what, what are we fighting? What evil enemy are we destroying today? Is this tiny halfling? Not sure, apparently, at this point. Are the brooms? Got the brooms. You asked us to come fight brooms? There was dead Twingo, and then I have Vecna. Andra, it seems a little uh, anticlimactic. Well, well, Jester Joe's there in the sphere, but that won't last a long time. There's something else. I think there's something else here. There's that cube. Where'd the cube go? The cube is opening up a dimension door at this very moment. How far away is it? Not very far. About three feet. Can I get to it before it gets through? If not, mm. I will do something at range. 
Take an acrobatics check. Now, this, you're taking the, ru- the rush action. You can. Yeah. Okay. I would like to poke it and cast remove curse. Ah, shit. <laughs> is there a save on that at your touch all curses affecting one creature or object end no if the object is a cursed magic item its curse remains but the spell breaks its owner's attunement on the object damn it i mean you knew i had this i have I knew, had this I, yeah I, maybe i didn't do all the research i should have okay uh <laughs> The cube is opening a portal and about to move through with a selection of the other magical items. And then the curse dissipates and all of the magical items drop to the ground. All right. Well, that fixes most of that. Anything else? Mr. Jab? (laughs) Um, Do I have to do it on his head and his body? Or do you think one or the other will work? Maybe his head. Maybe the head. Okay. Tell me when and I'll drop the uh, the concentration. I'll walk over and be prepared as soon as the concentration is done. Okay, ready? In three, two... We have to do this! Now! Oop. Dispel magic. Mm-hmm. Or not dispel magic, remove curse. His face goes slack. I look over at the body. Does the body go slack? The body goes slack. Okay. Jester jab. Just want to be friends. <laughs> friends don't kill other friends' friends. And as you say that, everyone starts clapping. I'm not used oh my to god, it. that's the best presentation ever! I don't know what 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 is what's the movie? <laughs> Are you part of the MCU? What? You, and for a moment, you you see, I think you see the traveler walk by and and like nod at all of you for a second. A, a man in very tight pants with a crystal globe and very tall blonde hair, wonderful makeup. Uh, just kind of walks by and nods. Good day. Did you just say hi? Nah, I couldn't be. I hope you all had a fun adventure. Yeah. This was all you, Traveler? I don't know who this Traveler is that you speak of. I am David Bowie. (laughs) Oh, hi. Sorry. Uh, Clean up the mess and I'm picking up the cube and picking up the parts of Jester. (laughs) I love all of your costumes. The Dragonborn costume is very realistic. I mean, I try to be as realistic as possible. And he kneels down. And I'm very proud of you. Penelope Halfpint. Goodbye. And he weaves into the crowd. Wow. What now? I'm holding an armful of uncursed (laughs) items. You are uh, holding an armful of some of the most dangerous magical items on the multiverse. And brooms. And brooms. I mean, you uh, have to dust them, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh, how, how do we pick up the eye, and how do we get these back to Sigil? Um, what, I, I suppose we could in the, in the chest? The secret chest? Secret chest? I don't this, think this is... A, yes, I have this small... Um, replica chest if you open it you can put the items inside they'll go into locked away dimension elsewhere safekeeping I just don't want to touch it fair enough Uh, make make sense yeah you pick up the deflated eye of Vecna which is a sentence (laughs) (laughs) that is a sentence that was just said and on this day (laughs) (laughs) 
The moon shall move in front of the sun and all shall be dark. Day shall become a night. Night shall become a day. And the eye of Vecna will be deflated. We we wrap it in some fabric so it can't see out, just in case. Yeah, yeah, okay. And put it in the... This is probably not a good idea. You do grab a small uh, bag... (laughs) That was laying on the floor full of like posters this and some knickknacks. This is huge. This bag is so convenient, except so inconvenient. Like yeah, it's weirdly sized. Than... It's very okay. awkward to hold. <laughs> I walk up and I scratch at it with my claws because it's probably one of those big nylon bags. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should touch this. I'll just melt this. Wait, wait, carry me in it. Carry me in it. <laughs> Penelope, that's an adorable idea. I'll try. And let's put Penelope in the bag, and I think my strength is stronger than Alindra's, so I'll give it a try. <laughs> you yes. managed to carry Penelope half find hanging out of a giant <gasps> Comic-Con tote bag. Swag bag. Swag bag. Awkwardly leaning very hard to your right as you do so, as you slowly try to move through the crowd, and people are still clapping. Everyone's cheering you on. That was the best thing. That was the best show we've ever seen at Comic-Con. Thank you so much. That was really cool. And everyone's taking weird, holding up weird magical tablets and setting off bright flashes of light. Ooh, that's a variation of the lights that I've never seen before. No, I'm gonna have dancing little, lights. I'm going to have little dots in front of my face for a while now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Griff lands on Alindris' shoulder looking around. Just... Extra judgy at Comic-Con? Really? Really, Griff? You're going to be extra judgy at Comic-Con? He's looking at the lines. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's so super fair to be judgy about. All right. What do you do next? I think we should get back to somewhere. Well, we got to bring these back to the vault. Okay. And I got to cast Remove Curse on the vault. And then we have to... I can take us back to Wildmount, and then we'll go back into the portal... No, wait, we don't have to do all that. You've got the sphere. Because we're supposed to go find Averin, right? Right. We have to find Averin. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he is. Yeah, that's what we were trying to figure out when... Well, you know, okay. Uh, one hop through the planes at a time, and I'll load Penelope into the sphere. In her bag. <laughs> I'm off talking to the nearest person. So tell me about this comic con. My well, notebook out. <laughs> they tell you all it goes on for way too long. <laughs> they go into the history of Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, doesn't yeah. have one of those glossy brochures. It's like yeah, the no, twenty yeah. page of all this the stuff. A commemorative Comic Con. Yeah, 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 yeah. They try to yeah. interest you into a weird Comic Con. Oh, I, I would absolutely buy that book. Uh, you load Penelope Halfpint into the sphere. What else? And all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Penelope Apple and all the magical items. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you take anything else? Any hot dogs? Any, uh. You and hot dogs, man. <laughs> I was saying. totally interested in what the hot dogs were. And then, then I saw Avery yeah. and that. I don't know if I trust the hot dogs that come from Avery anymore. So I'd rather just go back to Sigil and get them there. At least I know what they're made of. Can I buy something? Yeah. Here? What do you want to buy? A couple of books. Okay, you buy some books. I get, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I now contain my my inventory has three three books. Uh, they are they seem to be the the rule system for a game. 
<laughs> nice. Oh, that's like that labyrinth. Want to start mastering dungeons? Yeah. Self One seems to be a handbook of some sort, and then someone is full of monsters. Very well. Oh wait, get that one, uh, so that the next time we have to fight the Xanathar, we know all about him. Yes, I think I saw his name on something. Actually, yeah, see the book right there. Yeah. Oh, a guide can... of everything of his. Is there a is there a special on this as well? Hey, look at this one. It's uh, some guy named Mordenkainen. It kind of looks like Averin. does look like Averin. Hurtful. <laughs> he seems like a real jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You go on your Comic-Con shopping spree. <laughs> and I'll be there with you real gold. <laughs> I mean, we saw these books in, in the, the, near the um, arcade. Yep. Yeah. We, didn't, we just didn't have time to really read them all. I started them but didn't get to finish, so... Penelope, before we leave, is there anything you wanted to grab? A unicorn. Mm. Ooh, you, all right. You find a stuffed unicorn. Yay. <laughs> is it Penelope-sized? Can she ride on it? <laughs> no. It's just a little squishy. Okay. It's just a little squishy unicorn. <laughs> and do you, you pile into the sphere with all of your loot? Every vendor seemed very excited that you paid with real gold. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are retiring today. <laughs> hey, good for them. And you enter the sphere. You activate the sphere. We're going back to the vault, yes, to Sigum. Yeah, we gotta go bring this stuff back and should probably uncurse the door of the vault. Let's do that then. Okay. The after some time and the the sad, lifeless face of Jester Joe and the protests of Pickle Rick, you crash into Avrin's <laughs> home right through the ceiling, <laughs> right in front of the, the, the still swinging door to the vault. Not the first time. And like weird, weird light just kind of pours in in rays from the hole that you have just exploded through his roof. And the door opens, and you see the door still swinging to the vault. Listen, Alindra, if I've learned anything, it's that any crash landing you can walk away from, it's a good one. And I walk over Great. to the door, and boop, reverse. <laughs> he stops swinging. You boop the door. I boop the door. You boop it. It's like swinging violently back and forth, and you just, like, touch it, and it just goes, mm. Ancient foe of adventurers everywhere, and you booped it. <laughs> I beat a door! <laughs> I'm actually more proud of that than the Eye of Vecna. <laughs> All right. What do you do with your magical items? Well, they're not magic anymore, right? Except for... Well, they're not cursed. Yeah, th that's true. All right. Well, let's load everything in and close the door and then see if we can go find Averin. Yeah, I, I will also put a magic mouth on there uh, that, that says, in particular, the pickle is quite obnoxious. Do we really need a mouth for that? No. Okay. But I just want to irk Adrian, Adrian when, when he gets back. Fair enough. All right. You put all the magical items away, and you think you hear a sound outside the vault. Hello? And you see 30 Averins staring at you. Are they undead? Or all are they in elephants? a circle around you. They don't look undead. Okay. They just look... Like various versions of Averns. Hi, dads. One of them drops their disguised self 
and you see rend so if you ever need us again and another one fades what i'll just walk we up love and hug you rend. Todd. oh hi rend wings and arms you can do this Ooh. All right, I promise we'll be back the next time I, had, I need a head replacement. I'm going to have a very high-pitched voice for a very low one. <laughs> I, don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of like range when this happens. And then you hear, <clears throat> and then another illusion drops. Did you ever need us? And you see Rarv. And then all of these characters you've known. <laughs> and I'll go up and hug Rarv. Oh, it's good to see you again before we gotta go. Thank you. I think it'd be better if you told me how the story ends. Hey, Penelope, Alindra. We should go on vacation. You wanna go see Averin and go help a hero? Yeah, another adventure. Yeah. This is what we do. We, we stop again. Yeah. We've done that a lot. We've been good times. But we've got each other, so. Oh, hey, wait, before we go, and I'm going to reach into my bag, and I'm going to pull out an instrument about this long. Looks like a shalm. It's got, like, flames on it. And Orkira will play it a little bit, and it sounds horrible. She's really bad at it. It just makes this horrible <laughs> ah, noise. But she will cast Produce Flame and then Control Flame and use it to make a, a dragon flying around. That's not quite as good as Averin's, but she's working on it. And then she'll say, I'm going to leave this here so that we can find our way back when we need to, because, you know, we always got to come back. And she'll leave that in the vault. Just in case the next time we got to come back and, and help you all out, okay? So it's good to know that if you need us, you can just, you know, give it a toot. And you realize all of these people have been pretending to be Averin. You see friends from Faerun. You see warlocks from other worlds. And all of them drop their disguise self. You see one of Averin's illusions drop, and it's actually Boom Boom. You see Walton shrink from the form of Averin to a tiny little Walton. I didn't want to say anything. He just said I needed the world needed heroes and to be a jerk. And so all of us got together and uh, it was really important. Everyone thought he was everywhere and was everything. Sounds like Averin. Right, Penelope? Right. Penelope <laughs> cast this guy's self. Well, that was a fun adventure, wasn't it? And that is the end of the show, everyone. Thank you so much for watching Beyond Heroes and Fire and Forge and Heroes of the Vale. Our adventurers, Orkira and Penelope Halfpint and Alindra are going on to Silver and Steel, where I get to actually play with them, which I'm very excited for. So these are, uh, it's, it's, we've been playing for almost two years. And, uh, and we get to keep playing it just it sucks that you don't get to be our DM anymore, but it's going to be awesome to get to play with you. So thank you. But the thank story you. is going to continue. And it's been great. Yep. So. Thank you, Todd. And for all when, of this. 
when you're ready, we'll be ready to come back for something else. But for now, let's go on over to Silver and Steel and have fun there. We'll see you on Tuesday from 6 p.m. to to 8 p.m. on D&D Beyond um, on Tuesdays. It's a great show. We've got a great DM. We've got a great cast. I love you all, especially this cast. Fire and Forge features Todd Kenrick as Dungeon Master, with players Hope Lavelle, Jen Kretschmer, and Lauren Urban. This is a four-part miniseries finishing the Beyond Heroes livestream as these three characters move to our other show, Silver and Steel. Our livestream producer is William Box, our podcast producer is Lauren Urban, the story is by Todd Kenrick, and it's created in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com. <laughs>